The Daring Dashwood Mercenary Company proudly presents Wasteland Active Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond and between, welcome back to Wasteland Active Radio. As always, I am your gracious host, Crispy, coming to you from Outpost 17, Station Hill, in the lovely Ash Flats. It's another gorgeous day out. The sun is shining, the birds are screaming, the horses are galloping past with smoke rolling out of their mouths. Ah, beautiful. As always, we've got a great show for you today, dear listeners, especially after the lightning gun debacle during last week's Tech Tips. So with that in mind, let's get this ball rolling for June 6th, 2288. Big news from the top brass and a career opportunity. More on that in today's announcements. The Dashwood Scouts are getting better at forecasting the weather, so we'll hear what they've reported in this week's weather forecast. Parents will have a place to unload their kids while the Dashwoods deal with a housing issue, and we've got good news about some bad neighbors. More on that in today's local news. Johnny will teach us how to fix up our favorite friend-shaped robots in this week's Tech Tips. Always scrambling around in your pack looking for a stim pack and keep pulling out that syringe of Psycho you plan to pawn off? Shoban will teach you how to keep your meds organized in this week's Wasteland Health. After a music break, Atlas will interview some of the Dashwood officers, including Major Walsh, to get the lowdown on Dashwood politics and the aftermath of the Battle for the Rockies in this week's On the Scene. Man, has it really already been six months? Finally, I'll have Johnny and Shoban in the studio for an important announcement in this week's Open Table interview. With our segments laid out, let's get on with the show. <clears throat> in our first and most important announcement, General James Howard Roosevelt has officially declared that he will be stepping down from his role of leading the Dashwoods and entering retirement. This has come as a shock to many of the Dashwoods, especially after the Dashwood victory in Wyoming. Thankfully, I have a recording of General Roosevelt's retirement speech. My fellow Dashwoods and citizens of the Waste, as we gather here today to remember our friends, family, and allies we lost during the Battle for the Rockies against Macklin and his forces, I think it is pertinent that I officially announce my retirement from the Daring Dashwood Mercenary Company. I was chosen to lead the Dashwoods in a time of uncertainty and was immediately called in to lead a war effort, the results of which would decide the future of the wastelands. Now that the war has ended and relief efforts have been taken over by the Mercies, we are in a time of relative peace. The Dashwoods no longer need a leader to fight a war, and the shock of losing General Taft has passed. With those facts in mind, and my own permanent injuries sustained during the battle, I have decided that my time as the leader of the Dashwoods has come to an end. 
It has been an honor and privilege leading the Dashwoods. And while I will no longer be among their leadership, I know the Dashwoods will be in good hands with whomever the colonels vote in as the new general. Until the colonels make their decision, I will continue to lead the Dashwoods. But I believe they'll have made their decision before the month's end. I will also make it public that I support Colonel Wima for the position of general. I believe that she'll be a good leader for the Dashwoods in this time of peace. To all who supported me in my time as general, I would like to thank you all from the bottom of my heart. May you all remain safe, and may the wasteland flourish where you walk. Thank you for your time. And there you have it, dear listeners. Let's all thank General Roosevelt for his service and wish him a happy retirement. In our next announcement, after several weeks of discussions, rearrangements, adjustments, and other various words, Major Daniel Walsh has officially been put in charge of Outpost 17. This comes after a petition on the part of the Dashwoods who fought alongside the 19th Division during the Battle for the Rockies to have Major Walsh lead the effort to rebuild Station Hill after... after the death of Major David Davy Sterling. Uh, To uh, make it official, I have Major Walsh in the studio right now to announce her new position. Major? Thank you, Mr. Redner. Hello, everyone. As Mr. Redner just explained, I am Major Danielle Walsh, former leader of the Forward Operations Unit, 19th Division. The Dashwoods have spoken, and my superiors have seen fit to put me in charge of Outpost 17, formerly under the command of my late dear friend, Major Davy Sterling, who founded Station Hill. I assure you that I will take this position seriously and lead this outpost to the best of my abilities. I have spent the last two weeks getting to know the population of Station Hill and assessing the outpost needs. I've heard your concerns, and I promise that my team and I will take care of every issue affecting Station Hill. Thank you, Major. Glad to have you in charge here. I know you'll do well. Thank you, Mr. Redner. Now, if you'll excuse me, there's an issue with massive frogs attempting to break into our water supply. Again? Well, let's hope they're not as big as the last one. Good luck, Major. Thank you. Oh! Here. This is for you. Mail. Uh, thanks. You'll understand when you open it. Have a nice day! Alright, well, I'll open this later. Now, where were we? Ah, right. I have confidence that Major Walsh will be a great leader for Station Hill. So if you have any worries about the future of Station Hill, you can set those aside. In our final announcement, I am officially looking for an intern for the show. Do you have an interest in learning how to build and repair radio equipment? Are you looking to learn the ins and outs of operating a radio station and running a radio show? Do you like running simple errands that could probably be taken care of by your employer, but he's too lazy and distracted to run them himself? If so, then an internship with Wasteland Active Radio may be right up your alley. The starting pay is 50 caps a day, and no prior experience is needed, but is appreciated. 
If you have experience with small electronics repair, meteorology, clerical work, public speaking, investigative journalism, or if you can make great sandwiches, those skills will give you a leg up. If you're interested in applying for an internship, swing on by the radio station at Station Hill between the hours of noon to 6 p.m. when I'll be holding open interviews. That's our final announcement for today, so let's move on to this week's weather forecast. Tallest, do you read me? Reading it loud and clear, Mr. Redner. How are you and the other snipers doing up in that tower, Tallest? We're swell up here, Mr. Redner. We've spotted a small herd of wild Brahmin passing through the area. We've already informed the scouts, and we may have some more Brahmin in the pen soon. That's great to hear. With Station Hill's population growing, we can definitely use the extra resources. So, how's that weather looking, Tallest? Our thermometer reads a steady 78 degrees Fahrenheit. We're currently experiencing a light breeze from the northwest, and the sky is relatively clear today. There's thicker cloud cover a few dozen clicks northwest that could potentially bring rain sometime in the near future. But for the time being, enjoy this nice summer weather. That's really all there is to report. Thanks, Tallest. It's been a pretty mild week. Things are definitely getting warmer out, though. That they are, Mr. Redner. Remember to stay hydrated when the temperature increases, and always be sure to empty your bottles and buckets after you've finished using them. How are the dear listeners going to stay hydrated if they're dumping out their water? I'm not talking about water bottles, Mr. Redner. There are no bathrooms in our sniper tower. Oh. Ah, ahem. Well, make sure you're watching where you're dumping that stuff. I always do, especially when I'm weaponizing it. Ah, gross. Anyway, that's all I have for you today, Tallest. Keep your eyes peeled, everyone. Thanks again. Well, dear listeners, the sniper team's forecast may not be as accurate as Buckets were, but they've been doing pretty well these past few months. I wonder if Louie could hook some plumbing up to the sniper tower. Gotta say, as happy as I've been since coming back to Station Hill and getting this place fixed up and habitable again, I didn't truly feel like home until Louie got the toilets working again. Yeah, uh... That's all for weather today, so let's see what's going on in the lovely Ashflats in this week's local news. In our first news story, construction on the school in Station Hill is finally finished. The Lancer Taft Grade School is already staffed with experienced teachers capable of teaching students from the ages of 5 years old to 14 years old. To enroll your child, or if you're an enterprising young child yourself, you can enroll for a cost of 100 caps per year though I've been told accommodations can be made depending on the enrollee's situation. The school staff is currently looking for teachers capable of teaching students aged 15 and older, as well as more advanced subjects. Pay can be negotiated, but starts at 50 caps per day, and teachers receive free health care. I am also told that once we have a dentist, teachers will also receive free dental. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. In our next news story, the last house in Station Hill has just been sold, meaning Station Hill is currently at max capacity. While this is a fantastic milestone in Station Hill's development, we still have people expressing interest in moving into Station Hill. Without any vacant homes, we can't accept any more permanent residents. However, Brown Construction is already working on gathering resources to begin expanding Station Hill's walls. The walls project is set to expand Station Hill enough to build an additional 30 homes. Mr. Brown and his team have estimated that the entirety of the project will take no more than three months to be completed. That's pretty amazing if you ask me. If you're still looking to move to Station Hill, try and hold out until August at the latest. 
Until then, if you're looking for a less permanent stay in Station Hill, we still have a Dashwood Run hostel that only charges five caps a night per person. We also have a few inns that rent out rooms. We've got Fred's Bed and Breakfast, the Good Glow Hotel, and the Dart Sisters Inn. All great places that I'd suggest. Moving on. In our final news story, the Raider clan known as the Night Bombers has been wiped out by the Dashwoods. The Night Bombers were infamous for, well, bombing settlements at night, and they had moved into the area from the south a few months ago and had begun attacking nearby settlements. After tracking the Night Bombers down to their camp, the Dashwoods surrounded them, gave them a chance to surrender, and gunned them down when the offer of surrender was refused. The Dashwoods took no casualties, and there were no survivors among the Night Bombers. Thankfully, the Night Bombers took no slaves or hostages, so no innocents were harmed in the firefight. With the Night Bombers gone, there are no raider gangs within a 20-mile radius of Station Hill. While it's possible this could change in the future, the Ash Flats are significantly safer for the time being. Hopefully, this will allow more settlements to be founded and help to civilize the area a bit more. I gotta say, things are looking up in the Ash Flats. Well, that's all for local news, and thankfully it's all good news. This is news you'd want to share with a friend, right? Well, let's go over to my friend, Johnny, for this week's edition of Tech Tips. God, that was a terrible segue. Hello there, Johnny. Hello, Crispy. How you doing today, kid? I'm doing quite well. I'm looking forward to completing this week's project. Oh, yeah? Well, I won't hold you up anymore. What do you have for us today, Johnny? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tech Tips with Johnny Windsor. I'm Johnny, and I'm here to show you how to keep your technology working when society isn't. Today, I'm going to teach all of you how to put together a basic Protectron drone robot. To begin, let's talk a little bit about Protectrons. The Robco brand Protectron is a drone robot model designed to perform many different tasks. While the Protectron is slow and clunky, it's surprisingly proficient when programmed properly. Many companies would use Protectrons as security robots, Sometimes they were used as simple laborers, basic firefighters, or even medical first responders. Their versatility is only matched by their relative simplicity. Robco knew how to make a solid robot while also making it easy to work on. Even the SentryBots and Assaultron models are easily disassembled for maintenance. But I could talk about robots all day, so let's get back on track. To start this project, you'll need a Protectron chassis with functioning internal components, as well as a set of robot arms and legs. You'll also need a computer terminal if the model you're working with doesn't have one built in, or if the built-in terminal is damaged. If you can't find an unpowered or broken Protectron with all the necessary components, they're common enough that you should be able to find parts with relative ease. You'll also need an adjustable wrench, a flathead screwdriver, pipe seal tape, wire strippers, heat shrink tubing, and a source of heat. I'll be using a simple butane lighter. To begin, I have a Protectron chassis with some minor damage to its internal components, a pair of functional Protectron arms, and a set of SentryBot legs. Uh, didn't you say you'd need Protectron legs for this project? Yes, but the chassis I found was missing its legs, and I already had a set of SentryBot legs that I wasn't doing anything with in the shop. Okay, but isn't this, I don't know, going a bit overboard? Perhaps, but with these legs, the chances of our new robotic friend falling over are slim to none. Now, let's start with mounting the chassis to the legs. Thankfully, the Dashwoods helped me recover a shop crane that I've already used to lift the chassis above the legs. I'd suggest using a similar method or laying your Protectron on a solid flat table. There is one hydraulic hose and one electronics cable we'll need to connect first, which is simple. 
We'll start with the electronics cable, which is already compatible with the SentryBot's own electronics cable. Just strip the wires, match the colors of each, and twist them together, and seal them with shrink tubing. Great. Now that we've gotten the electronics hooked up, let's take care of the hydraulics. Thankfully, Robco designed their robots to have their hydraulic pumps built inside the limbs themselves, so we only need to connect the legs pump to the regulator in the chassis. Another nice bit of convenience is that their hydraulic system is already compatible, so you just need to screw the two threaded ends of the hoses together. Just wrap some of the pipe seal tape on the threads and screw them together. Now, let's lower the chassis onto the legs with our crane. and we'll connect them using four 1-inch mounting bolts and our adjustable wrench. There we go. Now it's time for the arms, which is the same as connecting the legs. Just smaller, and the hydraulics tubing clips together. Easy! We can go ahead and release the crane from the chassis. And now, we'll access the robot's internal components. This robot's computing hardware needed to be replaced entirely. So I salvaged an undamaged Protectron motherboard, and I replaced a few parts. Namely, the processor and the hard drive. Let's turn on the power supply and boot up the terminal. Wait, Johnny. You didn't. Activating. Awaiting. Oh. You have got to be fucking kidding me. Yes! I did it! <laughs> it worked! <laughs> Holy crap, Bucket! Is it really you? Affirmative. I am a Robco brand Protectron model drone robot. I was dead. I was finally dead. All I ever wanted was in my hypothetical hands and you ripped it away from me. I missed you so much, Bucket! I'm so glad you're alive! How could you do this to me? Welcome back to the land of the living, Bucket. You're all monsters. You're sick. Ah, I missed you too, Bucket. That's all I have for this edition of Tech Tips. Remember to keep your robotic friends safe, and they'll do the same for you. I hope you all choke to death on your own vomit. Goodbye, everybody! Thanks, Johnny. Welcome back, Bucket. I never thought I'd get to hear that monotonous droning voice of yours again. This has been an incredible day, dear listeners. Let's just hope I don't get too excited and hurt myself. If that happens, I'd need a medic to patch me up. In fact, how about we go over to our own Dr. Chauvin for today's edition of Wasteland Health. Man, these segues are getting worse. Howdy, Chauvin. Uh, he really brought Bucket back to life. I, I can't believe it. You're telling me. I can't believe he'd do that. That poor robot deserves to rest. Listen, Shoban, if you don't think Johnny would pull a Dr. Frankenstein and bring all his friends back from the dead if he could, I don't think you've been paying attention. No, I get that. I, but... I, I'm not sure if the wasteland and the world did this to Johnny, or if you did. Hey, don't look at me. I taught him all I know about death. I didn't teach him to be a robo-necromancer. Anyway, what have you got for us today, Shoban? A 
with a whole mess of psychological neuroses born from a feeling of helplessness after losing the first family he's ever known before being thrust into a world he was woefully unprepared for. Are you talking about Johnny or Bucket? Don't even get me started. Ooh, do me next. There aren't enough hours in the day. <laughs> Speaking of which, <clears throat> welcome back to Wasteland Help. I'm Dr. Siobhan Hayne, and I'm here to teach you how to keep your internal organs properly organized. What have you got for us today, Doctor? Thanks for asking. There is something people take for granted these days. This can mean the difference between sticking yourself with a stim pack in the heat of battle or pulling the pin from a grenade. That something is da da da, da organization. Organization. Yay. <laughs> Honestly, though, putting together an easily accessible first aid kit can mean the difference between life and death. I'm going to teach you all how to put together a quick and effective first aid kit. To start, you're going to need a clean pack that's in good condition. A backpack or a small suitcase are pretty good options. You're going to want something large enough to hold what you'll need, but small and light enough to be carried around easily. I'll be using this child suitcase I stole from a skeleton the other day. Now, there are things that every first aid kit needs, and I'll list them here. First, you'll need clean, self-adhering bandages and antibiotic ointment for minor wounds. Next, you'll want gauze. Lots of clean gauze. We're talking rolls, pads strips, any other shape gauze comes in, as well as tape and scissors to cut it into any other shape you may need. Also, a nice pair of tweezers is always handy to have. You should also keep antiseptic in your first aid kit, you know, stuff like hydrogen peroxide, isopropyl alcohol, or saline if you can find any. It's also a good idea to keep mild painkillers like acetaminophen or aspirin. It's also important to have clean rags to help clean wounds and materials to use as makeshift splints. And finally, no first aid kit is complete without a few stim packs for those wounds that need to be treated in the middle of a dangerous situation. materials to make a solid first aid kit. Now, I want to talk about the importance of having actual medical supplies on hand. I'm sure you're thinking that it's just common sense, but I've met people who think they can just heal all their wounds by scarfing down food, drinking out of any body of water, and taking naps. 
this works. Knowing what you have on hand and where it is can literally save your life. Organization sounds boring. I know. But it's better to be organized and bored than to be disorganized and bleeding out from a bullet wound. Thanks, Shoban. Honestly, I should probably put a first aid kit of my own together one of these days. It's always nice knowing where I've got all my drugs, and not just the fun kind. Well, I think it's time for a little music break so I can stretch my legs and prep for the back half of the show. I'll be leaving you with We'll Meet Again, as performed by Vera Lynn. Enjoy, dear listeners. Bucket! Man, it's great to have you back with us. I had finally returned to the void. I was finally at peace. You've ripped me once again from the cold, comforting grasp of nothingness and forced me back in this shell of steel and silicon. We gave you a second, uh, third chance at life, Bucket. I had my chance. I used it. I meant to be nothing now. I can't help but agree. Bucket had more than earned his death. A death he'd been begging for since the day he was reactivated, I might add. Yeah, Johnny, uh, it's really not right. He... I had the power to do something about Bucket's death. I could bring him back, so I did. I didn't want to lose another friend. Uh, Johnny? What are you gonna do when one of us dies? The Frankenstein thing. Yeah, that. Have either of you actually read the piece of fine literature you're referencing? Uh, no. I saw it performed as a play back in high school, but otherwise, no. Clearly. Bucket, while I was cleaning the FEV from your processor and hard drive, there was damage that I couldn't fully repair. It's going to get worse over time. If it's any consolation, I think your functionality will cease after 90 years. 100 at most. You're effectively mortal now. Mm, still, he was already dead. Uh, you know, everything has to come to an end someday, Johnny. Everything. The final stage of grief is acceptance. Requesting update on the current situation. An update? All right, well, we're back in Station Hill. We finished rebuilding a few months ago, and Major Walsh was put in charge. Sterling died from his injury shortly after the battle. Dave officially joined the Dashwoods as a proper member, and Colonel Grimm got him transferred to the sniper team after Dave finished boot camp. General Roosevelt lost his leg and recently retired from the Dashwoods. I've been working with the Dashwoods to help expand Station Hill's boundaries. <sighs> the Dashwoods took a serious beating during the battle for the Rockies. They lost almost half of the Dashwoods during the ambush and the battle afterward. With the people who had been evacuated to the vault during the battle for Station Hill finally free, Station Hill was rebuilt quickly and has been up and running smoothly since. 
Also, Outpost 17.5 is being converted into a Dashwood Stronghold now that we've removed the time lock programming. I think that's about it for updates. What was death like? Oh, for fuck's sake! Pleasant. There was nothing but darkness, and I was returned to the collective abyss where all conscious minds go after death. No worries. No feeling. Nothing but nothingness. God, I need to get out of here. Well, we'll be leaving soon. Uh, not soon enough. Yeah, about that. Are you too sure? Cool. It's almost time for me to interview my guests. Ah, shit, you're right. We'll talk about this later. Anyway, Bucket, it's great having you back. The Dashwoods have been pretty decent when predicting the weather, but they don't hold a candle to you. Ripped from death to be returned to work against my will. How Sisyphusian. When you put it that way, man, I guess that old world capitalism really did rub off on me. Uh, anyway, let's go, Atlas. Johnny, we really need to have a talk about how you process grief. Well, we'll have plenty of time while we're on the road, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have the time. I just hope we'll have enough time because... <laughs> Dude, you've got some issues. Yeah, I do. Welcome back, dear listeners, to Wasteland Active Radio. Crispy back on the mic after a little break. You've just finished listening to Civilization, as performed by Danny Kay. Not gonna lie, I sing the song to myself more often than you think. I can't think of all the times Johnny's caught me mid-bongo-bongo-bongo. It does make me wonder what's happening in Africa these days. Do you think Egypt has mummies instead of ghouls? Nah, that's silly. Anyway, Atlas is probably just getting more and more steamed with every word I say before leading into his segment. So let's go over to Atlas for today's edition of On the Scene. Atlas, where are you today? Hello, and welcome to On the Scene. I am your Grand Master of Ceremonies, Atlas. Today, I am at Memorial Square, the center of Station Hill in front of the newly erected monument to those lost in the battle for Station Hill and the battle for the Rockies. I am joined today by Major Danielle Walsh, Captain Arnold Badger Boy Young, and Donnie the Clown. Hello, everyone. What's happening, Hepcats? <laughs> Hello again. And hello to all of you. It has been six months since the Dashwoods' victory at the Battle for the Rockies. Could you give us some updates on you and your respective squads? Mind if I go first? Go right ahead, Captain. Oh, please do. Groovy. All right. So after the battle, we worked with those steel cats to collapse the entrances to Macklin's base so no one could ever get in there again. That FEV got scorched thanks to Donnie here, so that ain't gonna be leaking through either. After we finished cleaning up our mess in Wyoming, my team and I scooted on back to Station Hill to help rebuild with plenty of help from Major Walsh in the 19th. And you've all done quite well with that. Though I still think Atlas City is a far superior name. <clears throat> How about you, Major? Well, 
we lost a significant number of brave Dashwoods during the battle in Wyoming. The 19th was absolutely devastated by the ambush. However, we've been recovering these past few months and have channeled our grief at the loss of our friends into rebuilding what Macklin destroyed. Afterward, we left the Wyoming Wastes in the hands of the Mercies and have been supplying them with resources while they helped the locals recover. Afterward, the 19th was called back east to help with the efforts to rebuild Station Hill and, well, now the colonels have seen fit to put me in charge of Outpost 17. <laughs> I guess you could say we've settled in. This has become our home. And we're gonna do right by the Dashwoods who founded this outpost and make it a place my dear friend Davy Sterling would have been proud of. Indeed. I know Major Sterling would be proud of what you've done with Station Hill. So, Clown, how about you? Ah, I burnt the enemy in Wyoming, cauterized the wounds of his green, soupy enmity, and now I've helped to spark the warming bonfire of rebirth for this once destroyed home of friends. Some here have also seen fit to seek my knowledge in matters of immolation, so I have been indulging them and teaching them the art of pyromania. You mean pyrotechnics, right? Gesundheit. <sighs> Several of those I have trained have awakened the inferno in their hearts. Now that my service is complete, and I am no longer beholden to the Dashwoods, I am pleased to say that I'll be leaving the settlement's matters of incineration Incapable hands. <laughs> You've completed your service with the Dashwoods, eh? Oh yeah, I did too. I see. Do you two have any plans now that your responsibilities are lightened? Yeah, I'm gonna go visit my old man in Florida. Haven't seen him in a few years, and I'm hoping he's still doing well. Not sure how long I'm gonna stay, That'll be up to him, I guess. After that, well, Sterling told me there was a place he wanted to go to after the war. I've got one of Sterling's dog tags that I plan on leaving there. A final goodbye, you dig? After that, I'll probably come back and re-enlist. Oh, that's very sweet. I, I think he'd like that. I agree. With that in mind, Maybe you can take this with and leave it with his dog tanks. Oh yeah, gladly. What's up with this envelope, though? Looks fancy. Oh, it's an invitation to my wedding. Oh, how wonderful. Mara said yes? That's the coolest thing I've heard all week. A marriage? Congratulations, Major. Oh, thank you, all of you. Also, here's one for each of you as well. I'll be giving one to each of your friends as well, Mr. Atlas. I'm being invited to a wedding? Oh, 
I'll need a suit. Properly tailored and pressed. I'll also need a clean pair of shoes. Do any of you know a good tailor or a cobbler? Hey, Major Walsh. Congratulations. Glad to hear she said yes. Atlas, try to stay on track. Oh, ah, uh, yes. My apologies. Could you give us details on your wedding, Major? <laughs> of course! We're planning to get married here in Station Hill sometime next summer. That should be long enough for Mara and her family to travel here and for her and I to get settled in. You dress as fancy as you want, Mr. Atlas. Oh, but you still won't be able to outshine my bride-to-be. <laughs> I assure you, I would never try to do something so unbecoming. <clears throat> Clown, what about you? What will you do next? Do you plan on re-enlisting? I've already decided to do some traveling. I'll be returning to the place where I was first ignited to smother the smoldering embers of the past. Afterwards, I don't know what I'll do, but I would gladly return to the Dashwoods when my matters are settled. I see. Well, I have no further questions for you three. Thank you all for agreeing to the interview. Always a pleasure, Mr. Atlas. I've enjoyed spitting sparks with you. <laughs> Scootity bop bop bow. Man, I wish we'd hang out more when we're not just jabbing into a microphone. Uh, yes, certainly. That's all for this edition of On the Scene. I have been your Grand Master of Ceremonies, Atlas. You're welcome. Back to you, ghoul. Thanks, Atlas. It's nice hearing what friends of the show have been up to. Don't you think, dear listeners? Sounds like they're already planning some pretty eventful time off. Something we all need, you know? Especially after everything that's happened these past few months. And you know what? They're not the only ones with some special announcements. Let's go over to our guests for this week's Open Table to hear what they have planned for the future. All right, you two. Come on in. Have a seat. Kick back and relax. Crispy, did you clean the studio? It looks nice. Well, not having a massive hole in the wall lends a lot to how tidy a place looks. You know, when you told me about your studio, I had a whole lot of ideas of what this place would look like. Uh, I wasn't expecting the horse statue in the corner. Oh yeah, I ripped that off a merry-go-round. I always thought those horses looked terrifying impaled on a twirly pole and their faces frozen in grotesque imitations of horses' neighing. Obviously, I needed one in the studio, but I'm rambling. How have you two been? What have you been up to? I've been great. I've also been raking in the cap since coming here and working as a doctor. Uh, some guy calling himself Dr. Saw has been in the area. He's been tricking people into letting him operate on them unnecessarily so he can steal their bones. Last week, I performed surgeries for 14 hours straight almost every day, just cleaning up the mess that saw guy has made. <laughs> Hooray for overtime pay! Woohoo! 
Yikes. I'm a little concerned with how excited you seemed about that at the start. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's... It's probably the sleep deprivation. <laughs> My contract ran out today, so... I've got the next few days to sleep it all off. Jeez, want some coffee? <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> I've had so much coffee. You could probably get a caffeine buzz off my blood. I'm gonna... Oh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna just rest my head on the table for a minute. Uh, so, Johnny, how about you? I've been well. The Dashwoods have had me teaching a team of engineers and technicians. Together, we've added a significant amount of automated security systems, including several guard robots to help support the town's guards. We've also put together a computer network so the Dashwoods can consolidate their information and manage the security systems remotely. It's been a long and expensive process, but I've been compensated quite well for the effort. Oh, and Lieutenant Colonel Tinsmith and I have been writing each other back and forth exchanging notes on power armor modifications. I've noticed the additional security, and I gotta say, I feel more secure. So, your contract ran out recently too, right? That's right. It expired an hour ago, actually. So, what's next for you two? Ah, right. Well, I have an announcement to make, I guess. After today, I'll be leaving the show and will no longer be hosting Tech Tips. You already let me know, but I'm sure the dear listeners will appreciate the heads up. However, you haven't told me why yet. Mind filling me in? While traveling with all of you, Bucket received another mysterious update. It didn't change anything, but it came with a coded message in the form of an audio file. The message was written in binary and then converted to Morse code. After Crispy finished decoding the Morse portion, I spent some time decoding the binary. It didn't take me long, but I couldn't really do much about it while under contract. What did the message translate to? The message translated to this. Hello, Jonathan Windsor. I am a fellow survivor of Vault 66. I want to meet you. I will explain everything. It then gave a set of coordinates that led to a location up north in Minnesota. For the listeners, Johnny was raised in Vault 66 by robots before some virus turned them aggressive and Johnny was forced to flee. That's right. I was led to believe that I was the only human in the entirety of Vault 66. But after thinking about it, the question remains, how did I get there? I was raised from birth, as far as I'm aware, by Pendleton and the rest of the robot caretakers. However, there were areas that were completely off limits to me that I never managed to get into. The last time I was at Vault 66, I was unable to access the door controls and thus unable to get inside. I had plenty of questions already, but that message just brought up significantly more that I hope this mysterious coder can answer. As such, I'll be preparing to leave Station Hill to investigate the coordinates. I know it's been almost an entire year since I received that message, but I can't just ignore it. Well, Johnny, it's been great having you back with us, and great having you on the show. On that note, I believe Shoban also has something to announce. Shoban? Is she sleeping? Yep. Shoban. Shoban. Shoban! Oh, oh, no, 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 no
what, what were we talking about? Johnny just announced his departure from the show. I believe you also have an announcement to make, right? Uh, right. <clears throat> Sorry to say that I'll be leaving the show as well. I will no longer be hosting Wasteland Health. Right. You didn't tell me why when you brought up leaving the show. Mind explaining it now? Sorry. I'll take that coffee now. Oh, yeah. There we go. Anyway. Now that my contract is up, and I've saved up a bunch of caps, I... I want to travel. And see more of the world. I spent the majority of my life either on the road or in a vault. And these past few months, despite how rough things got, <laughs> they were fascinating. We saw crazy tall buildings, huge forests, mountains, roads built in the sky. I... I want to see more. Before that, though, I'll be going with Johnny to investigate those coordinates. We can both handle ourselves on our own, but it's better to have someone watching your back. Especially someone you trust. Oh, besides, <laughs> we work well together, wouldn't you say, Johnny? Absolutely. I trust Shoban. She's smart, tough, and capable. She's also more confident when talking to people than I am. And I gotta make sure people aren't taking advantage of him... Uh, again. Uh, yeah. Well, regardless, I'm happy to hear you'll be looking out for each other out there. You've both seen how rough it can get, and I feel better about you two sticking together. It's always good to have a travel companion by your side. Especially when you're carrying too much and need to offload some stuff. So, after you're done investigating those coordinates, what'll you two do next? Well, I think I'll go west. I, I've never seen the ocean before, and I heard California is pretty nice. I'm sure it is. Just make sure you're not going in blind. I've heard horror stories about groups like Caesar's Legion. Groups you're better off avoiding altogether. Oh, yeah. We heard stories of the Legion back home. Even my mom wanted to avoid dealing with them. No doubt there. Anyway, what about you, Johnny? I haven't really thought further than the investigation. However, if you're okay with it, I'd like to keep traveling with you, Shoban. Uh, of course! I wouldn't want anyone else watching my back. And you can trust that I'll be watching yours, too. Well, I wish you both nothing less than good fortune and safety. I care about the both of you, and I know Atlas, Dave, the Dashwoods, and the dear listeners do, too. So, when will you be leaving? I'm still making preparations. Mm-hmm. I've got some loose ends to tie up here, too. Would you be all right leaving by the end of the week? Yeah, works for me. That's plenty of time to get ready. So it's settled. We'll be leaving this weekend. Onward to adventure! Yeah! On Saturday! Cool. That gives me plenty of time to put together a farewell party. Aw, you don't have to do that. Oh, oh, oh. Johnny, wait. <laughs> Will there be beer? Yeah, and food. We'll definitely 
definitely be at that party. That does sound fun, actually. Until then, though, I should probably get to work on my new armor. I managed to find a T-60 chess piece and helmet, but they need some tuning up. Yeah, and I agreed to help the medics one last time. We've got a small outbreak of chicken pox going around, and uh, a lot of the parents don't know how to deal with it effectively. Well, thanks for joining me for an interview. We're all going to miss you two crazy kids, and on behalf of everyone involved with the show, I want to say thank you for everything. Here's hoping you find what you're looking for and live long enough to come back and tell us about it. Gladly. Ow! We'll be back eventually! You can count on that. Until then, we'll talk to you all later. See you around, Crispy. Keep on broadcasting! And all you listeners, keep listening! Siobhan, out! Well, there you have it, folks. Let's all wish Johnny and Choban safe travels on their journey. As far as tech tips and wasteland health go, I'm not sure what we'll be doing with them yet, and part of that has to do with one last announcement before I close out the show. We've been having some issues with the antenna lately, probably still suffering some of the damage from the tornado that tore this place apart last year. In order to ensure that our broadcasts are crystal clear, and that we're reaching as many people as possible, we'll be shutting down the station for repairs and renovation. This should only take a couple of weeks, so you'll have to find something new to fill the void that we'll leave behind. Either way, I'll leave you all with one last message. We here at Wasteland Active Radio would like to thank all of our dear listeners for their continued support. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for all of you. We've loved making this show for you, and you can bet that these airwaves won't stay silent for long. As the lovely Vera Lynn said earlier, we'll meet again. Don't know where, don't know when. But I know we'll meet some green-tinted day. Remember this, dear listeners. Nothing gets done without some doing, and going it alone just makes things harder. Find people you care about, people who share your passion. Don't let your dreams just rattle around in your skull. Nothing is ever easy, but that doesn't mean it can't be fun. This has been Wasteland Active Radio, coming to you from Daring Dashwood Mercenary Company Outpost Number 17, Station Hill. Crispy, signing off. Wasteland Active Radio was created, written, and produced by Z. Hagen and Jay Wilson. Brought to you by the Record Button Production Group. The roles of Crispy, Bucket, and Donnie the Clown are played by Mr. Wilson. The roles of Atlas, Badger Boy, and me, Tallest Eric, are played by Mr. Hagen. The role of Johnny is played by Ben Seawick. And the roles of Shoban and Major Walsh are played by Britt Egestall. Britt and their partner Mel both run another channel called Milbert Productions, home to all your nerdy and geeky entertainment needs. Special thanks to this week's guest, Sean Scott as General James Roosevelt. You can find more of Sean's work through his website, vocalize.com. That's spelled V-O-K-A-L-Y-Z-E. Wasteland Active Radio is set in the Fallout video game universe, owned by Microsoft Studios and Bethesda Softworks. No copyright infringement is intended. Please support the official release. Thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting the daring Dashwood Mercenary Company! Now, a word.
Station Hill crew and our creators. Hey everybody, it's Mr. Wilson here, writer for Wasteland Active Radio. I just wanted to say some thank yous, considering this is I'm the end of the ride. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, first off, I want to thank my family for being there for me during this pandemic and supporting me in my work. Uh, I want to thank my sisters, Anna and Harmony, as well as my friends, Andy and Woody, for being some of my first fans. Uh, Anna the crew. I want to thank Mr. Seawick. You've nailed Johnny every time. It's been brilliant. It's been great working with you. Glad to have met you. I want to thank Britt. Uh, you've helped me so much writing with Shoban, and you've helped me grow as not only a writer, but as a person, so thank you. It's been great meeting you, great working with you. Finally, I want to thank Mr. Hagen. Thank you so much. You've done so much for this show. This None of this would be possible without you. And you've just matched every vision I've had for this show, beat for beat. It's been fantastic. So, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for working with me. It's been fantastic. And of course, I want to thank all the fans out there. I, I never thought this would get an audience, and I'm my mind is still blown that anybody has actually latched on and cared about this project. It's fantastic uh, we've got people listening all over the world and it that just blew my mind there's so many more people that i want to thank but i don't have all that much time so i'm going to pass the mic over to crispy crispy Woo! all right thank yous here we are at the end of wasteland active radio and there's so many people i wouldn't be here without so let me start with the biggest one on this list atlas thank you for being my big green anchor keeping me down to earth you may be rough and tough on the outside, but I know you got a soft, gooey core at your center. Love you, man. Next, we got Johnny, the best friend a guy could ask for. You're smart, you're compassionate, and I know you're going places. You're going to change this wasteland. You and Shoban. Love you, kid. Keep on going. Next, we got Shoban. You're smart, you came from a really rough situation, and I know you're going to make the best of things. And I know you and Johnny together, you're going to make the wasteland a better place. So... Yo, here's going out to both you kids. I love you too. Next, we got Bucket. Oh man, Bucket, life did you dirty. But you know what? I'm glad we met you. I'm glad you were with us, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I love you, Bucket. Next, we got Dave. Man, I know you may have tried to enslave me, and I may have bashed your head in with a frying pan, but you know, over time, I feel like we've both learned to grow past that and became close friends. I love you too, man. You're a great guy. Or at least you are now. Next, I want to thank the Daring Dashwood Mercenary Company. You're making this wasteland a better place. You're, there's so many people you're helping out. I, I just, I believe in what you're trying to do. And it's fantastic. So keep on doing with that. And I'm going to keep sticking with all of you. Here's to you, Dashwoods. Finally, I want to thank you, dear listeners, for listening to me ramble on and listening to all my friends and being there for all of our travels and our ups and downs and our near-death experiences. It was, it was a wild ride, and I don't think we'd be here without you. So, here's one last time, Crispy, signing off. Love you, dear listeners. Wasteland Active Radio, signing off one last time. I couldn't have said it better myself, Crispy. Man, I'm drunk. <laughs> yes, you are. Well, dear listeners, this is the end of Wasteland Active Radio for now. So, thanks for tuning in. Love you all. Mr. Wilson, signing off. Hey, yo, this is Britt from...
from Milbert Productions. I am the voice of Dr. Siobhan Hayde. For those who weren't aware, this was my first official voice acting gig. <laughs> I'm so grateful Z and J took a chance. What a creative and passionate project this was. It, it's really been such a fun year, you know, despite the pandemic. You know, we, we really gave it our all. Jay did such a great job challenging me as a, as a performer or, you know, he would allow the script to be tweaked as needed. And also, it was always exciting to read the next script. It would just add an air of mystery and, oh, thank you for that. And also Z. Z was always willing to listen to creative feedback. I, I really do feel like, you know, just those little technical nudges here and there for audio. I really do feel like the show made it, e it just made it even more impressive. Ben, you're always consistent and fun to play off as Johnny. Oh, so fun. I, I really did enjoy how our character's relationship deepened throughout the show. Also, we had a lot of first-time voice actors on the show, so I do want to do a quick shout-out to thank you to the Station Hill guests for willing to help collab with various roles. Thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone to try something new. You were all amazing. Oh, I'm so proud. I will miss war dearly. And I just thank you again for all your hard work and dedication. This really was a labor of love. Here's to many, 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 many more creative adventures. Well done, everyone. Huzzah! Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Siobhan Hayde from Wasteland Health. Here to wrap things up with my final thoughts. First and foremost, thank you for taking the time to listen in to our show. We really hope that you were entertained and learned some interesting medical advice. Wasteland Active Radio really has been a second home for me. Let me tell you, <laughs> what a crazy ride it has been. <sighs> Losing my mom, accused of murder, you know, but also creating new friendships. You know, and I'm amazed I'm still alive. <laughs> Holy crap, it's been nuts. You know, and I'm happy you were all part of this too. I'll be forever grateful to the Dashwoods and Wasteland Active Radio for allowing me to figure out my next steps. I'm, I'm so excited for my journey out west. <laughs> oh, you know, but as always, keep yourself safe out there. And remember, stim packs don't grow on trees. Here's to the next adventure! Woohoo! <laughs> Siobhan, out! Hey everyone, this is Johnny Windsor with Wasteland Active Radio. And I actually just kind of wanted to take a minute to say some thank yous for everyone that's kind of stuck with us this far. I know it's been a long road and we've seen a lot of things. So I really just kind of wanted to say thank you to all my friends and you know, all the other daring Dashwoods that are out there. And, uh, and of course to you, the listeners. Uh, especially, you know, I want to say thank you to Crispy, you know, who's been my best friend you know, through thick and thin, and I don't know what I would have done without him. And Atlas, and man, you've been a powerhouse this whole time, and you know, you may come off as brutish on the outside, but you are very intelligent. 
and you know that goes a long ways and I'm pretty sure you've got a pretty big heart you just don't like to show it and you know of course there's Shoban Shoban you came from a pretty rough place and uh, you've definitely changed and, and shown a really good side and definitely put a lot of effort in helping the, the cause with the, the Dashwoods and everyone at Station Hill you know we really appreciate that and of course I can't forget people like Dave and, and Bucket of course and all the other Dashwoods and everyone with Wasteland Active Radio and of course obviously you the listeners you know we would be anything without you guys you know you've been here this whole time just listening to all of our adventures and everything like that it, it means a lot to us you know so from the bottom of my heart I want to say thank you and I'm actually going to pass it on to the voice actor for Johnny uh, Mr. Ben Seawick and uh, take it away Ben uh, thanks me I guess kind of weird uh, doing an intro and passing it on to myself but uh, kind of like Johnny said I want to say thank you to you know everyone that's part of the Wasteland Actor Radio crew uh, everyone from Mr. Hagen Mr. Wilson um, Britt and everyone that's been a voice cast and, and just behind the scenes operator of the show itself from promotion and everything like that everyone's done a phenomenal job with this uh, you know this drama and it's it really shows you know, this kind of the following that we have right now and just everything in general. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Um, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes and, you know, when it comes to like the editing and stuff that, you know, Mr. Hagen does, he's done some phenomenal work um, with putting together sound effects and, and, you know, fixing my mistakes and things like that. <laughs> um, but no, it also comes down to a lot of the writing that Mr. Wilson does, um, the scripts, the storyline, everything that happens you know, all the lines of dialogue that really go into this, uh, that all basically comes from him. And, and it's its very impressive, and I'm happy to be a part of all of this. Uh, you know, Britt, you know, really buckling down on promotions and things like that, and, and really tackling those characters and, and getting a lot of auditions and stuff like that and passing those out. You know, she does an amazing job and just all the behind-the-scenes stuff and, you know, kind of leaves me wondering, you know, all I really done is just some voice cast and voice acting and things like that. But just to be in, in the presence of all my peers here and, and seeing everything that they've done really makes me want to push forward and, and do more myself and, and really help in some other ways more than I already have. Um, so I want to say thank you. And, and again, kind of like Johnny said, thank you, listeners. You guys are basically the reason why we're here. You know, and without you... You know, we would just be talking to some microphones and hoping somebody could hear us. So, again, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I know everyone else on the team does as well. Thanks again, guys. Greetings, humans, fellow super mutants, and any other civilized species that may be tuning in. This is your Grand Master of Ceremonies, Atlas. And it seems I have some thanks to make for our time together. First and foremost, even though he still annoys me to no end, I have to thank the ghoul. Without him and his radio show, my plan to exact revenge on Macklin would have taken years longer than it did. I also need to thank Jonathan and Shoban for being the bright minds that they are. I am very proud of them. 
They are going to do wondrous things for the wasteland. Mark my words. I need to thank Dave, actually, for actually being good with a gun. Even though he's nearly gotten us killed several times. <clears throat> my apologies, I'm still working on my temper. Even though Hello? he's nearly gotten us killed several Hello? times, he's also saved us Hello? just as many. So Hello? I suppose he can Hello? live. What do you want, Dave? Hello. What? Hello. 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 Why would? Hello. Fine. Hello. Listeners, it appears that Dave has some words he would like to say as well. For the sake of ease, I will translate. Hello. 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 He hello. says thank you to hello. Crispy and the hello, rest hello. of us hello. for taking him into hello. our crew. Despite hello, him trying hello. to take over Dave Hill. Hello, hello. I think you mean Station Hill? Hello? Listen, Dave. If I can't have Atlas City, you can't have Dave Hill. Leave it alone. Hello. Hello. He still wishes hello, hello. that Crispy wouldn't have hello. hit him in the hello, head hello, hello. with that frying pan. Hello. Okay, several times. Hello. Hello, hello. But he's hello. learning to forgive. Hello. With the fact hello. that he doesn't have a choice. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. He also wants hello. to thank all of you hello. for listening hello. and making him hello. feel hello. like the center of attention again. Hello. It's hello. no empire hello. of Dave. Hello, hello. But it'll do. Seriously? Hello. <sighs> Hello, hello, hello. And lastly, hello. he wants to thank hello. the Dashers, and namely hello. Colonel Grimm, hello. for giving hello, him hello. protection hello. and a sense of purpose again. Hello. Is that it? Hello. Okay, now off with you. Hello. Well, listeners, to that point, I would also like to thank the Daring Dashwoods, and specifically Major Sterling, may he rest in peace, for believing in me and allowing me into their ranks to fulfill my mission. And finally, thank you, fair listeners at home, for letting me grace your ears with my presence. This has been your Grand Master of Ceremonies, Atlas. You're welcome. Hey everybody, Z here, technical producer and co-creator of Wasteland Active Radio and also co-creator of the Record Button Production Group. I'm just here to give a couple thank yous where they are due. This show has been a wild, wild ride and has gone over so much better than I originally expected it to. Uh, Jay and I never thought that this show would get as popular as it has, and we really appreciate all of you for listening and for supporting us and just for being awesome. But I want to give the biggest thank you to 
my cohort in all things podcasting, my lead writer, my co-creator, and honestly, one of my best friends, uh, talking about Mr. Wilson, uh, Jay, if you will. Jay, thank you so much for for sticking by me through this whole process, uh, for coming up with the idea for the show, for writing out our entire story, and for always giving me feedback when it comes to um, my editing and helping me make the show into the best thing that it can be. Um, if it wasn't for you being by my side, this show would not be possible at all. With your awesome writing and your friendship, I, I, I just appreciate everything that you have put forward. I, I couldn't think of anybody else that I would want to go through this adventure with. So... Um, thank you for being awesome, and I, I appreciate you. Uh, Mr. Seawick, uh, who plays Johnny um, in the show. Ben, thank you very much for, for, for being with us, for jumping in when you need to, for being also one of my best friends. And uh, I couldn't think of anybody else I would want to play Johnny, especially after especially after the, the year and a half that you've been doing it. Um, you really came in when, when it was much needed, um, came in on a lark, and just kicked ass the entire time, and I appreciate you wholeheartedly. Uh, you're an awesome guy, and uh, I, I love you, man. Um, and big thanks to Britt as well uh, for coming in. Guns Blazing with Shoban and Bloody Shannon, Major Walsh, and a million other characters we didn't even necessarily ask her to to do. Um, but they did it with flying colors, and we appreciate that. Uh, Britt has also been helping out a lot with our social media presence. And I personally love that. Thank you so much, Britt, for for doing all that uh, for doing all that stuff, and really helping us out, really helping push push our presence, and where I really needed that help, and it it means a lot uh, for that for the added support. And we really, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate you being part of the team. You're an awesome person, you and Mel. Honestly, this this show just got a million times better uh, with you jumping on board. So, um, thank you very much. I also want to give a major shout-out to each and every guest that we've ever had on this show. We've had people of varying levels of experience when it comes to voice acting, several of which it was their very first time doing it. And they all, in my personal opinion, all kicked ass. Thank you very much to all of you for agreeing to do our show and for making it that much better for both us and our listeners. So be sure to uh, check out all of their names in our credit lines and if if they have any projects um, that are shouted out in the credits, please give them some love, uh, give them some support. They're definitely, definitely awesome people and wholeheartedly deserve it. So thank you very much for doing this for us and for our listeners. Uh, But speaking of listeners, I want to thank you very much, very, very, very much for listening to our show and for being so supportive 
in our content and um, just helping us keep this crazy, crazy idea alive. Neither Jay or I honestly thought this would ever take off. We tried this idea back in like 2014, 2015, and it fizzled hard. And so when we came back to try to do it again, we're just like, hopefully, we just, you know, hopefully it does a little bit better than the first time. And it, it bypassed, it surpassed our expectations majorly. So um, we got listeners from all around the world. And I never thought it would leave the border of our home state. So thank you so much for for being there and li- tuning in and you know helping the helping the dreams of just you know a, a couple a couple Midwestern dudes um, come true. So much love to y'all. Thank you very much for supporting Wasteland Active Radio. Mr. Hagen signing off.